G'day all, welcome Barbecue Sessions Week 15. Jeez, that's more weeks than some people go to school in their whole lifetime. All right, well, Squib, how you going, mate? G'day, sports fans, how are we going? G'day, fan sports. Well, uh, our 15th show today was going to have a special guest, but um, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I'd like to say technical <laughs> difficulties, but I think the technical difficulty is more memory. Uh, we'll have Squibs Peace. We've managed to force Squibs Peace straight back in. It was jam-packed schedule, but um, always always finding a way to get Squibs Peace in there. Did have to spit on it, but we got it in. Uh, we'll have a round review. Uh, for two rounds, we forgot, or I forgot that we uh, missed out on round 17. Coles of Prick will be back. Uh, then we'll go into Talk and Footy, the player merry go round, and uh, go away, bitch, go before away, the round bitch. review, and we close out the show. So, um, mate, how are you? I'm doing very good, Paulie. Doing very good. Uh, obviously, we're all in lockdown at the moment, which is a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, Probably more fun if you don't have kids. Uh, not so fun when you have them because, <laughs> fuck, they become annoying. Well, don't you love them, but they're annoying. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, but, like, you got to think, like, what's the population going to be in nine months' time? Oh, booming, mate. Like, Absolutely I reckon there'd booming. already be, like, how many babies are getting born now because of last year's lockdown? Exactly. <laughs> and and like now it's like oh Jesus Christ! So like yep, we're gonna have the uh, what's what's the generations? You got like the baby boomers, and then you've got is it Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, yeah. millennials. Well, millennials, millennials are, are millennials Z, different sure. or are they Gen Z? No, nah, I'm pretty sure millennials are Gen Z. I think if um, there is a new one, maybe they yeah. are the Gen Z. Co-babies, um, mate. Co-babies. That's well, the, I was about uh, to say, we're going to have the, the COVID boomers, aren't we? Yeah. Um, like, dead set. I mean, look, obviously the ones getting the chance to throw a leg over aren't married or don't have kids. Um, but you know what? you just got to take the time when it presents itself, you know? Yeah. I'd be lying to say I haven't given a tap on the shoulder and gone, hey, the kids are quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, at the end of the day, you're 100% right, mate. I think there's going to be a COVID boomer generation uh, of all the kids that were created during COVID time. And how many kids be called Corona? Oh, 100%, mate. It'd be the cool <laughs> thing on the on the block, won't it? Hey. Oh, mate, Corona, how are you going? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking good. Have you got a durry can? It's about <laughs> as good as they're going to get in life. Six years' time, <laughs> teachers are going to be marking. <laughs> Phil, Destiny, Corona, <laughs> Sam, <Shanifa>. James, Corona, <laughs> Corona. Fucking <laughs> ridiculous. But to be fair, we have gone through the Harry, Hermione, Ronald stage, haven't we? Where uh, When Harry Potter was huge. Yeah, but at least they're decent names. True. I haven't met a Bilbo yet, though. Um the old Lord Thankfully. of the Rings. <laughs> Do you imagine being that poor bastard? Like, Hi, I'm Bilbo. I said Bilbo. It's a B. It's a B. <laughs> yeah. I promise. And then, like, right. the amount of kids that actually get Bs and Ds mixed up, that's going to be hilarious the first time he spells his name wrong. Mate, you're preaching to the uh, converted here. Can I remind you what my last name is? And how yeah. often D and B get swapped over? 
um, yeah. on the regular, actually. In fact, more often than not, I do have to remind them, it's a bee with a bob. I don't live in the ocean. Uh, yes. I don't intend to. So, well, why would you, you use bob? On there. Um, bob? Because there's probably two bees in there. Ah, okay, cool, fair enough. That makes a bit of sense. And I was like, oh, well, if you've got a name with that many bees, you must be referring to the letter B. Oh, oh, Bob. oh, no, actually, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the count. <laughs> count. One, ah, uh, ah, uh, two, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> and if you can't uh, tell, listeners, we clearly have kids. <laughs> All right. oh. Well, um, look, the other uh, – I'd like to throw the floor open to our special guest, uh, Kev. Kev, how you going, mate? Hey, Kev? Kev? Yeah, Black Widow, bro. It's a really good movie, <laughs> eh? Oh, um, yeah. Thanks, thanks for the input, Kev. Uh, have you got anything for the show? <laughs> no, nah, but Scarlett Johansson, she plays a really good Black Widow, eh? Thank you very much, Kev. Uh, we'll let you get back to the movie, mate. Thank you for giving us your time today. <laughs> oh, you know wait what? a minute. How come it's not White Widow? <laughs> oh, dead sir. Love you, um, Kev. Love, de- a lot of love for you, Kev. But as you said before, technical issues, I'm pretty sure you're going to find they were more user issues than they were technical. <laughs> yes, I think uh, very much so. Multiple <laughs> reminders and still forgot. So, uh, look, I was excited when I heard he was keen. <laughs> <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I was like, I'll believe it when I see him on the screen. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right, hey. There's been a few times, and you know what, Stewie, I know you're an avid listener, but there's been a few times where I thought you were keen on. Hurry up, get Zencaster, put up a thing, give us your email, let's get you on. Brother, what a week in the banter page, mate. Oh, mate, listen, it's nothing sucks the joy out of uh, – the banter page, fantasy footy, like one, not being in the eight, and two, having to deal with a shitstorm <laughs> that uh, has been, well, look, I'll take ownership on it, and I have on the page, created by me. Yes, it was by accident. I uh, did forget to mention to everyone. I sent the message to you and Cole. Cole didn't see it. Um, yeah, you responded. That. You responded like, "Yeah, yeah, that, that should be fine." And I thought, "Yeah, sweet. Who's going to be upset about being able to cut for the rest of the year?" And then the next day, I had Ernie pestering me about, you know, is it going to happen? You know, can I can I get these guys? I only just missed the cut. Uh, and then I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm trying to trying to get through a few things for work." And I was like, "Yep, mate, look, just go do it yourself." I found out I can I can turn it off. Go go do it. At that point is when I uh, I should have put it up on the page. Hey, guys, as of this moment, there is no cutoff. Go for gold. Uh, I forgot that step and went about the rest of my day. Should not have. And immediately regretted my decision. Look, and, uh, and the only thing you did wrong was not informing everybody else that there was no cutoff, right? Let, let's oh, be yeah. 100% clear on this. At, at the simplest of forms here, the only thing Paulie didn't do right was he forgot to tell everybody that nobody had to cut anybody, right? So let, let's be clear there. But uh, 
The next thing you fucked royally up on of all the people in the world <laughs> to demonstrate that you had, in fact, turned the cutting off, you had Ernest cut the first player, mate. I could yep. have told you straight away, that's enough for Russia to declare war on Australia, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck are you doing? That's oh. like, as if not telling people wasn't enough, we could have probably got past all of that. But then you sent Ernest to cut the first player past the cutoff. And it was, I reckon it would have been approximately 0.3 seconds after he cut that player. Everybody went, hold on, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. It was because uh, then I would have, it, it would have been okay if people had have noticed it straight away. It would have given people time, and, and mm. I'm going to get to this later on, but this is part of the problem that it didn't give people time to realise what had happened and readjust their calculations. Mm. So, like, if it had been spotted straight away, I reckon we probably don't end up in the situation of the rage quit. But uh, because of because of it taking a good 12 hours, I reckon, for anyone to notice, it, it then became too late See, for, for the adjustments. And that's when, even at the time, I was like, like, why? I was I was genuinely shocked. Like, why are people complaining about being able to cut for the whole year? Like, I, I, I only see this as a good thing. And then, yeah, Cole points out that, uh, yeah, you didn't tell anyone else. <laughs> and I go back to that message and I was like, yeah, fuck, I didn't actually say that I'm going to turn it all off. I just asked if anyone wanted some players cut. And, yeah, I was like, shit, that's, uh, that has fucked a couple of people over. So for that, I apologise. Um, and I'll put my hands straight up in the air for, uh, for that one. But, I assure everyone it was a genuine, genuine mistake from my end. Um, just overlooking telling everyone about it. So, sorry, guys, but I think it's all been resolved now. Probably got a few, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, a what? few stop, issues. Stop few now, issues. <laughs> Because now you're just bullshitting through your teeth, mate. <laughs> By the sounds of things, it is far from over. But you know what? That might be for the next podcast, just so that we get a resolution and we can have a chat well, well, about that. But I've got to say, you can take credit for the fuck up, mate, and I will give you that. Oh, okay? thanks. Thanks. And I'm willing to accept it was a genuine mistake, okay? I, I will admit I was one of the first to point out that I just think it's another one of your bullshit games with Ernest, considering Ernie was the one that took the opportunity first thing in the morning, right? Didn't look good. But I will no, accept. I will accept that you you genuinely just simply forgot to tell everybody that that's what you we were putting in place, right? You can't take credit for the fucking rage quit. I'm 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 not willing to give you that crown. Oh, because he hung around for a little while. He was willing to argue. I feel like the point of the rage quit <laughs> came very close to the point where. He realised Benji Brilliance had put 53 points on him and he was not beating Ernest because I feel like if there is a team that James cannot cop losing to, it's Ernest. 
And it was at the point of realising I'm not beating Ernie and not only am I not beating Ernie, he's just handed my ass to me. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. That <laughs> is the point of the rage quit, okay? Ah, okay. Well, mate, thank you. Weight lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. well, what, what, was I try, what was I trying to be the middleman and fixing everything? <laughs> Stuart, it's your job next year, mate. Yeah. And you know what, Stuart? He's actually genuine about that. He threw his hands up earlier today and was, fuck this shit, Stuart can run it next year. So you've got the chance, brother. Here's your chance to step up and make this the best Dominado Cup ever in 2022. But we are still in 2021, and what a competition it has been so far. No, it's been shit. It's been fucking terrible. Well, I will clearly state that I am only saying that because I sit in the premier position on the ladder at the moment, and it's not a position I am used to. So, But it is fun. Um, I have enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate. Uh, you want to see we, my uh, piece? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Whip your piece out, mate. All righty Squares then. piece. Squares piece. Part time. <laughs> Excellent. Just so everybody knows, we do have video with each other while we're, we're doing this. Um, Not for much what? longer after that script. <laughs> I noticed you didn't compliment it like most people do. But anyway, that's okay. Still in um, shock. <laughs> As I said, 2021. Do you need a zoning permit for that? Oh, I do, mate. About three <laughs> of them, to be fair. Um, <laughs> in fact, I've got it carved into the different types of zones. There's an industrial area there, and that's, yeah. that's toward the bottom end of the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? 2021 has been good, mate, as we move on to Squibb's piece. Um, and part of it was that New South Wales did a job on Queensland. Um, even with it being three of them up there, uh, we beat them. And that goes to three out of four years. But Squibb's piece isn't entirely about 100% celebrating. It's about, say, 90% celebrating it. And I'm about to tell you why, Paulie. So game three Paulie. of state... Game three of State of Origin has been in Gorn, and although the Mighty Blues won the series with a record for and against deficit, unfortunately, this season will be the one that got away. Never again do I believe we will be given the opportunity to clean sweep the dirty Maroons on Queensland soil. All three games in Queensland. Imagine the reply to every two-headed gronk that brings up the eight in a row if we pulled off a sweep on Queensland soil, something the five immortals could not even achieve. As good as the win for the series is, it just wasn't good enough. New South Wales came out uh, officials came out blaming the ref, which I must admit was not lost on me that every possible 50-50 call went the way of the home team. A few very dubious calls, and especially ones that every round of NRL would have pulled up, got missed. And that's referring to Ponga's knock-on just oh. before, was it the Tibio try? Yeah, it was uh, Tabulai Fado there. there. Yeah, see, exactly. But I, for one, won't blame the ref. Our back line was good enough to eliminate the referee from deciding the game, the same way we did in games one and two. 
Now, I believe a selection disaster is what led us to lose in Game 3. Freddie backed his decision to give Jerome Luai a crack in the sky blue by claiming that the club connection those boys shared would then link with the outside backs. This cohesion allowed Cleary to direct the team and drive the right side while Luai played off the cuff and linked with the likes of Latrell and To'o on the left side. 76-6 confirms that Freddie was on the money. But both go down in Game 2 with injuries. No problem, Freddie. Using your initial assessment of the club combination can be replaced with another top six club combination in Reynolds and Walker. And what makes this even more desirable is the fact that they would link with the club teammates, Latrell Mitchell and Damian Cook. That is three quarters of the spine, all club teammates. Blue rinsing Queensland, here we come. But Freddie may have been holding the little little old Orchie bottle a little too tight because rather than follow his original game plan, he brings in Mitch Moses from the Eels and Blue, number 14, Whiten into the halves. What the fuck, Freddie? Whiten isn't even a hair on the backside of a solid half this year. I agree with keeping him in the team as he deserved his spot following games one and two. He's already part of the record-breaking squad and deserves to keep his spot, just not in the halves. Mitchell Moses. Now, I'll be the first to admit I detest the bloke. I think he's a cocky and arrogant, and with these traits, doesn't even deserve them as he's yet to record any sort of an achievement next to his name. Has he won a premiership? No. No. Is he the first string, string selection for New South Wales? No. No. Has he made Australia? No. Only in the nines. That doesn't count. <laughs> has, he, has he taken his team to a grand final? No. no. Right? So with this Did in mind... Did he help his first team make the finals? No. No. So with this in mind, with the series in the bag, why would you give him a crack at the New South Wales number seven? Moses has a reputation of going missing in big games and not delivering consistently game in, game out. The Rabbits boys, on the other hand, at least have delivered a premiership together and Reynolds has the best kicking game currently in the NRL. And that's because Cleary is currently injured. Turbo is carving mountains out of molehills and was lined up against a rookie only to have, uh, only to, have to move to the middle of the park to get his hands on the ball. What the fuck? Whiten, on the other hand, uh, on the other side of the field, when he finally decided to pass the uh, pass to, to Latrell, gave him some space and time, albeit for only about three chances in the game. Let's talk about kicking. Moses managed to pick out any one of the uh, of the back three from Queensland every long field kick he made, and this was if he wasn't putting up a bomb from his own fucking forty meter line. Absolutely dumbfounded, although I do appreciate his little grubber behind the line for Appy's try. Whiten, on the other hand, needs his fucking feet removed so he never considers kicking a ball again. (laughs) Now let's talk about the direction of the team. People say Teddy got in Moses' way, uh, demanding too much ball. You know what, Moses? Pull Teddy up and remind him he is the fullback then. You are the fucking number seven. You are the director of the team. Your inability to direct the team and link with your outside backs let us down. 
And yes, Teddy, don't be gallon wanting the ball when we need to send it out through the back line, you fuck me. When we talk about defence, this is where I do give credit to Mitchell Moses. 100%, mate, I didn't think he would defend as well as he did. He pulled down every bloke that ran in his direction and he put in a, a good solid in defence. Down? Right? Pulled down, you said? He pulled down, went down, he did all of the above because that's what Mitchell pulled Moses off. does. But you know what? To be fair, the bloke defended well. Now... I don't want to sound like a whinging New South Wales supporter, although I'm doing a very good job of it. It's just as a New South Wales supporter, I lived through those eight years and I still to this day have to listen to those fuckwits up north bring up the eight in a row even after we after we have done them three from four series since. This was our chance to be able to say 3-0 on Queensland soil. It hurts. And it hurts more because it was our our mistake that means we don't have that. Next year, we are back to being the strong side. Ponga and co. aren't big, strong, or fast enough to stop us. In Cleary, we trust. 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 Let's give trust a go. <laughs> because, he, <laughs> because he and Luai are the glue we need for Turbo and Latrell to do their stuff and hook Adokar and Toto up out wide. Just please, Freddie, if Cleary goes down again, don't bring that fucking pleb Moses back into the squad. We are better than that, and we want to keep it that way. And that is Squibby's piece for round 15. Wow. That was an intense piece. <laughs> it was, mate, because you know what? Eight motherfucking years. We had to listen to it. And that's not even including the four since where that's all they ever bring up. And this yeah. was our first. So nobody can ever use. They've got eight years. They never beat New South Wales three times in New South Wales. It yep. was our one time to say we beat Queensland in Queensland three times in a row. All right. This is and what that- I'm hearing here, Squib. Everyone <laughs> needs to uh, keep those COVID tissues handy for next year so we can have another lockdown and force the games up there to do it to them properly. Yeah, I fucking hope so. And we need to wrap <laughs> Nathan Cleary in cotton wool so he doesn't get injured for game three. Right? Tell, tell me, they beat us by two points without Cleary and Luai. Yeah. Cleary and Luai are easily 20-point players put together, right? Oh, so look, No doubt, if they, if they play, we win that game just based on the decisions that Queensland then have to make defensively. There's Thanks. there's no no way they're shutting but there there was nothing. It was like off white and off Moses was just like, Well, where where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? There was there was nothing that looked real dangerous from us in attack. It was put it, ridiculous. Put it this way, you have Turbo and Ado Car out on one wing, right? Like, fucking the fastest man on the planet, Adokar, is out on one wing. I don't recall seeing a single backline play that went to their side in the whole first half. No. Like, well, I, I, actually, I said it during the game that, you know, even Tommy looked bored. He, well, he didn't look like he was interested in it until there was – well, until he probably got that cut. Was it when he got the cut that he fired up a bit? 
I but think he so. started looking for the ball in the middle. And I reckon, yeah, 100%. It was out of frustration. It was like, I'm trying to hold my edge here. Because that's what, yeah. like, the first game he was floating around. And I reckon Freddie told him, look, man, that was all well and good. But poor Joshy, you were leaving him stranded out there. Yeah. He's, hold, yeah. he's holding his mark. Game two, Turbo didn't go wandering around, but the ball came to him. Yeah. Game three, I reckon he was like, okay, well, I told Freddie I'll stay. I told Freddie I'll stay. I told – and then, fuck me. No ball, I'm going to go get it. They're just – they weren't seeing it, mate. Mm. Um, and you know what? Like, I do bag Moses because, as I said, as a half, I can't comprehend how you haven't linked with them to at any point. But at the same time, like, I was the first to say White deserves his spot. 100% should have been in the squad. He was part of it for games one yep. and two. No, no reason to take it from him, right? Should never have been a half because although – he had a little bit more to do on the left side and linked with Latrell a bit more. At the end of the day, like, am I wrong in thinking he kicked two or three seven seven tackle sets? Oh. Dead? And there oh, were at man. least there was at least one of them where as soon as it came off the boot, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to get my ribs. <laughs> like honestly, as soon as it came off the boot, you knew it wasn't staying in the stadium, let alone in the fucking park. But it, it just uh, I don't know. Like, I felt like there was no direction. I do feel like Teddy got a little too involved. But at the same time, I think if Cleary's there, Cleary puts him in his place. I know you're the captain, well, mate. Well, not, Go not and stand just, over there and I'll hit you. Not just that, but I reckon, like, Teddy probably got himself involved because he would have been frustrated too. Like, no, I want this quality ball. Like, get me quality ball. Where yeah. Luai and Cleary were doing that. Yeah. Uh, they were getting quality ball too because they understand the weapon you got. Like, you know, if he's feeling like I'm not getting the ball I need, well, you know, like he's let's not forget, like Teddy's one of the best players in the world. It's just that Turbo at the moment's in that purple patch that is rivaling him for who's the best player in the world. Mate, um, 100%. But you know what? Like, I, I just felt like there was a point, there was actually a 10 minute point there, and I think it coincided with the same time Tommy made that break and Ponga knocked the ball down. Should have probably thrown a dummy. He goes under the post. But yeah. look, look, that's neither here nor there, right? They miss one opportunity up. Usually they've got 15 opportunities and they nailed the other 14. This is just he accidentally missed the one opportunity he had, right? But they tried to throw them the team on their back and go, look, we'll just do it through the middle then. And it nearly actually worked, yeah. um, right? Like, as I said, that break nearly put points on. Like, it was nearly there. But just the... The severe lack of the half support uh, was ridiculous. And you know what? Like, as I said, I aim it at Moses, but that's only because Whiten was always part of the squad. So, you know what? Mm. Loyalty to him. Let's leave him a bit. You're fucked up, but let's leave you. Moses, you've come in, mate. You needed to provide something. But you know what? You just delivered what we all knew you had. Freddie seems to be the only one in the world that seems to think he has more than what he's delivering. Yeah. And it's like right. ever since he, he coached him for Lebanon and he's I was going to bring it up, being... but I thought I don't want to turn our Lebanon fans off by bagging <laughs> well, the no, fact like, that that's where he came from. But he did it, fuck it, all in that competition. Yeah. I, I'm like, Freddie came out of that going on about how much he loves Mitchell Moses mm. after coaching him for Lebanon. I was like, okay, uh, still yet to see it. And, and like for me, I was like, well, if you were that, you know, like impressed by 
the guys in the Lebanese team. Why didn't Alex Twall get a nod for New South Wales ahead of um, Utia Kamanu or Utia Kamanu oh, from 100%. Tigers? I, I was yeah. so surprised when I saw him making the squad. I thought, really? Unless Twall's not eligible, but I'm sure Twall's eligible for New South Wales. Yeah. Um, I, so look, that, I, I agree there. It just it was a bit dumbfounding, and as I said, what I didn't like about it was the way that Freddie said the reason he's gone Lua, and I didn't disagree with him, was because mm. of that combination they both had, and then he's gone the complete opposite for game three. Like as, as I said in my piece, Walker and, and Reynolds, regardless of what they've done for New South Wales before, all of a sudden link up both of them with with Damian Cook and Latrell Mitchell out wide, not to mention Cameron Murray, who's yeah. also defending on an edge that they can read with as well. And before you know it, like, I'm not giving South entirely their dues, but again, I think they're a 12-point better combination 100%. than the two we fucking had. And it, it considering we lost by two, we win. Yeah. It made sense to everyone except for uh, the people picking the team, I reckon. Mm. But... Yeah, neither here nor there. Unfortunately, didn't happen. But I do think we won New the South series. Wales, we won the series. We're in our uh, we're in our golden golden period, and we need to lock this down. Just continue to build from it, and uh, do to Queensland what Absolutely. Queensland did to us for years. And look, I'm not whinging poorly. Like at the end of the day, I love New South Wales. I was there during their mate years, still believing we were going to win one year. Right, still throwing it out there. And I'm not whinging. We won the series. I'm very happy. It's just if we're starting a dynasty, I wish that our foundation was a blue wash in Queensland. Yeah, that, but you know what? You know who deserves to start start the first first uh, blue wash? Clearly, Clearly. Lawai. No, they deserve 100%. to be there for the for the whole thing. Like, look, last not last year before when we won the series. Uh, Cleary missed the final game. They brought in Mitchell Pearce. I felt for Cleary because I was like, no, nah, Cleary deserved to be there for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, this year, Cleary deserved to be there for us to get the get the 3-0 on them. But you know what? Neither here nor there. The opportunity the, the will present justice, itself again. The poetic justice was that we received the shield and Mitch Moses still had a loss under his name. That's the only poetic justice I took out of it. But you're 100% right. We're in a very good position. As I said in my piece, Queensland, none of the players they think they can bring into that squad actually scare me compared to what we have. Mm. Um, And I just think for a three-game series, it's too much pressure to try and focus on Turbo or Luttrell and far too out of their realms to even try and shut down both of them because at the end of the day, we've still got Teddy, Cook, all of them up the middle who were going to fuck them. So, look, very, very happy as a New South Wales fan. We got the series. Happy days. Um, but that was just my piece for this this week, mate. Well done. Nice piece. Nice, Thank well-rounded you. piece. It, it, it very much so is. And um, shaved off some of them, you know, raggedy edges. So it's good. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> very – looked well-kept. Thank you, mate. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's All what right. Well, uh, let's let's move into a round review. Suppose, round review. Just I particularly like the lightning bolt, but anyway. 
<laughs> Thanks, mate. It took a bit to get that in there. <laughs> well, with the round review, mate, as you said, you had a bit of a shocker and forgot about round 17. So being the brother that I am, I'm going to help you through it. It really wasn't a special round. It was by round. Um, yeah. So the scores aren't going to surprise you all too much. And but I'll just didn't. give you... Yeah, exactly. I'll just give you a couple of the points that we got there. So... We had Phoenix versus uh, Prickled Phoenix versus Lord Farquhar game one. Uh, that Farquhar took out twenty four to seven. Um, look, yeah, you know what? You dropped that game. Uh, yeah, that's that's made it extremely hard to uh, crack the eight now. Um, I think the big thing in that one, Farquhar had six tries to your one. Uh, just very hard deficit to, to pull Look, back there. Tane Milne getting a hat trick. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. And uh, I think Billy Smith, because I, I forgot. I forgot all about the round. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, hang on, mate. I need players. Oh, Roos is the name Billy Smith. I'll try to get him. Oh, he's already gone. Who's he gone to? Lord Farquhar. <laughs> he got you good. Yeah. Got you very good. Um, it, it was the round for your fringe players. Um, but look, at the end of the day, it's also... We'll get to the, the game where I'm probably talking about the most here. But at, at the end of the day, it was by round. I, I see them as a 50-50 game anyway. It just depends who has the better fringe players at the end of the day and what teams. And I, I mentioned it earlier on as well. Um this particular round clearly shows um, that some of the bigger teams had the buy uh, because the teams with the more of the bigger team players just didn't do as well this round. No. Uh, Cecil Hill Rangers uh, playing the Muffin Stuffers got up 26-9 here, um, mainly off the back of the three tries, five goals. The Stuffers had a good forward pack. They stepped up, but they just weren't supported with tries or anything else, and it showed on the scoreboard, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, unfortunately, Bradshaw losing. Yeah. <laughs> just the wrong Bradshaw, brother. Wrong Bradshaw. No, any Bradshaw like nowadays. Look, I, I take I take my joys wherever I can. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. There's one for you, mate. Uh, Aussie Tugboat played Crazy Horses. Now, this is... Uh, the one where I said this is the epitome of the big teams having the buy-in around. 10-6, it turned out. Aussie Tugboat <laughs> got up over Crazy Horses. Um, Defence won them the game. Now, Kev did want me to throw out there too. I did speak to him earlier on today because he was supposed to be our special guest. Um, Kev's forgotten to look at his team for the last few weeks. Oh, yeah, I've noticed. So if you were the tugboat only getting a 10-6 win up over him, you'd probably be a bit shattered regardless of whether it was a bye week or not. But you got the win still, and that's all that matters. Um, next game, Cabbage. Cabbage hosted Tiger Power and went down 18-0. So it's yet another team visiting the Cabbage patch and collecting the two points. Um <laughs> I think it's a great result from Tiger Power, considering the tantrum they threw the week before. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know what? Again, uh, this game actually really, really makes the wooden spoon race a bit more interesting now. Tiger Power are only one point behind Cabbage with three rounds to go. So top two, 
top two are locked in, mate. I think they're going to be very difficult to knock off now. Not, especially not considering lie, it would be uh, not not that it'd be satisfying to see Stuart get the spoon, but it would be less satisfying to see Cabbage get the spoon because at the start of the year, we thought Cabbage would get the spoon. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Tiger Power getting the spoon. That, that's going to be a shock. It, it is because of the Looking, team looking at his Power squad, now. there's no way thought he would get the spoon. <laughs> so it, it, is a, it is a little funnier if he gets the spoon. I don't think he deserves it. But it's yeah. just it, – it, it you look at that team and go – you got to be shooting me. How the fuck is he getting the spoon? It's the same as Kev last year. Kev got the spoon last year with a very, very good side. So, Good point. Um, I think what I'd like about Tiger Power not winning the spoon is how much of a head start he gave the rest of the competition and managed to win one of us for down. That's, that's, that's the part I'm going to have a giggle at. And if yeah. there is one of us that I'd hope he'd run down, it's probably the Cabbage. For no other reason, like I genuinely love Lockie. I genuinely love Cabbage. I love his antics. I love that he's shitting a pot plant at draft night. (laughs) I am down with every bit of that. And it's probably a bit ironic. Cole will be listening to this going, fuck off, squib, you hypocrite. The only reason why I want to see Cabbage cut down in half is because of how cocky the cunt is, <laughs> how, how much shit he talks. Even when he doesn't win, he still claims that nobody comes to the cabbage patch and wins. So that, it's the that, only that reason. <laughs> that, would, that still makes it funny, though. It does. Because he's, if, if he gets the spoon, he's, he's going to come to draft and be like, none of you cunts could stop me from getting the spoon. <laughs> Oh, honestly, it's, <laughs> you know what? I think it's funny that if he got the spoon, it'll be because Tiger Power even came to the Cabbage Patch and beat him. So, you know, there, there's a few things. But you know what? It's a hot race for the wooden spoon this year. Okay? There's there's what the oh, – I think so borderline – is, is that a race you win or a race you lose? Oh, that's like the dickhead double. Yeah. Right, yeah, you know, you're probably right there, but no, <laughs> um, I think that's a race you lose, and it looks like Tiger Power has put some Usain Bolt shoes on uh, and put in a bit of effort toward the end. He's increasing his stride. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the next one, and you know what? Funny enough, I've had a look at the you know, go away bitch um, efforts this week, and I think this could have probably come close to it. Biggins Beavers versus ben, Benji Brilliance, where Benji put 53-32 on uh, the Beavers. And earlier on in the week, I think if you remember, Ernest asked whether or not I tipped uh, his Benji Brilliance to beat me. And my go-away bitch was, well, clearly you didn't listen to the podcast because I did. <laughs> um <laughs> And and this is where I go back to my other comment about like his buy round. Are you really that upset to drop a game here? I was actually happy not to have in the last buy round. So this one, I'm not overly upset, but it still turned out to be the game of the round and it didn't disappoint. Uh, Brilliance won off the back of a forward defense and the Rabbits seven goals. Um, but a strong forward game by the Beavers um, was good. And then I said, fuck Moses. 
Maybe I'm still caught up on why I don't like Mitchell Moses. But Mitchell me. Moses isn't in either of the squads. <laughs> no, no, he's not. So I, I, I can't see the correlation because I don't uh, really have a lot of No, because he didn't, give, he didn't give Tommy ball. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yes, Because going go. into the State of Origin game, if Mitchell Moses wasn't a complete fuckwit, I was still actually in the game. And, in fact, I'm sure Ernest was shitting his pants sitting down to Origin thinking, Tommy actually has a hat-trick or at least two tries in him here. Um, yeah. And Mitchell Moses didn't give him any of the above. So, fuck you, Mitchell Moses. <laughs> um, and it probably also attains to the fact that Jerome Lewis is in my team and injured himself and he was one of the ah, replacements. There you go. Uh, the next one, Gronks played the Farabarras. 24 to 39 to the Farabarras. Mate, you know what? The Barras are starting. I oh, know oh, this is going to actually hurt you to hear this. All right. So oh, mate, I know gonna, exactly where this is going. If you want to go and I get actually, a drink, you go nah, and get a drink. I actually agree with you. It, it is shitting me up a wall. He's time and he's run. But I think uh, he's about to get to that, <laughs> that chunk that's just a little bit too big. Won't slide down the esophagus. <laughs> well, I'm not calling you, you a choker, Cole, but... But you're a fucking joker. Um... <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't have uh, muted your cough then. That would have fit in perfectly. Not oh, did you hear a... the cough or did you see oh, I could see it. No, that, oh, not I got you a choker, <laughs> Cole, but... <laughs> you're a joker. Um, he's showing some of that two-peat form. Uh, that's what I was going to say. The loss, though, pushes the Gronks to the edge of the eight. Yeah. But maybe not that loss. I wrote that before I realised what happened in the next round, ah. uh, which is round 18. And this is where I'll handball the ball to you and let you yeah. take it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the first one, it is a very good segue because it was the Gronks losing to the Beavers. And, uh, look, i got a feel for the Gronks on this one. If you take the punt on naming... Alex Johnson or a winger as your captain and that captain gets a double and you do not win. <laughs> you are kicking stones for the rest of the week. Uh, look, he's, stu- he's still stuck true with his Sharkies uh, and it wasn't a very big defensive effort. It's just squib, stop kicking goals, mate. Manly kicker gets you across the line with some goals, some tries, but um, – to be good, fair, mate, attacking forwards. the Seagulls did play the Dragons. So I don't oh, know yeah. if it's my fault for them kicking so many goals. Well, no, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying that that's what's got you across the line. Uh, you know but what? Yeah, you'd, you'd be feeling, and, mate, I feel for you, Frankie. Uh, that, that's harsh. That, that's a really harsh way to go. Uh, in saying that, I need you to keep – following that uh, path for me to even have a shot. So uh, good luck. I feel for you, but I'll still feel for you if we swap positions, okay? so (laughs) You know what makes uh, that segue even just that little bit better? Like I'm all about the one percenters. Clearly not. I get drunk every night we do this, but I'm all (laughs) about the one percenters, right? What makes that little segue even better was we started about that choke, about that one little bit too much. Yeah. And funny enough, it's exactly the reason why the Biggins Beavers had to turn it on. Is because <laughs> Cole did claim we started choking and we were like, whoa, whoa, that's not in our vocabulary. Let's, yeah. let's get there. I'll and show we'll you probably, choke. 
elaborate on that a little bit more in the show. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know game what? was the uh, the choker in uh, Colt Farabarras. Um, beating up on cabbage and really trying to get cabbage that spoon. So, Cole, Cole's probably doing a nice thing, trying to make sure cabbage is something to take away from this season. And um, fuck me if that isn't an impressive forward pack display. Absolutely, man. They wipe the floor with the cabbage. My only disappointment in this game is that the Barrows let the cabbage score 20. Yeah. Well, uh, again, another one you'd be disappointed when you get those sorts of try scorers. Like, let's be honest, this year, if you thought, oh, I'm going to have five try scorers against Cole, ah, chalk that up as a win. But, um, yeah, he's starting to find his forward pack again. Apparently uh, not, yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that stops in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I do too. I, th- I think he's going to be a dark horse. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's got the news for this uh, Dominado Cup, so he could be a dark horse in the end there. Holy shit. I'm just checking Benji Brilliant's first Aussie tugboat's uh, scoreline here. There's Mate, some players. <laughs> the reason for Is there the race. Anyone that, didn't, that, anyone that didn't score for him? Oh, Dylan Five Edwards didn't players. give him anything. Five people's players. I can't remember the last time we saw a lineup like that. Yeah. 53 to 11. Like the tugboat aren't aren't soft when it comes to scoring points either. So to hold them to 11 while putting 53. And if I'm not mistaken, tugboat are the best defensive team in the comp too. And Mm. Benji's put 53 in them. Yeah. But like, let's. uh, This is probably. Tugboat's leanest week as well. Like we've every week we come in, it's like Jesus, he's got to stop scoring tries eventually. Ah, oh, he's got to stop kicking goals eventually. Uh, well, yeah. maybe that's the eventually. Maybe it's finally happened. And you know, as I said, the reason for the rage quit. He'll be spewing that the eventually oh, came 100%. when he's playing earnest. <laughs> All right, oh, and then uh, oh wow, Cecil putting the boot into Tiger Power. That's that's just cruel and unusual punishment. Sixty three to thirty, like well, Raiders kicking the, seven goals. When's the last time Raiders found the trial line that many times? That's crazy. Right. Unbelievable. And like in all honesty, I think the Rangers are shooting a uh, shot across the bow of the top eight as well. Hey, hang on, um, did we have six the starting? Uh, they'd been around six, I think. I'm just trying to have a look at his starting forwards. He got six Category A attacking forwards, yeah. and Cam Murray was his captain. That is ridiculous. Yeah, mate. Fuck. Yeah, he's sitting in at sitting in at sixth, and just reminding everybody what he's capable of if his team turns it on. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, again, uh, another team to watch. Them and the Barrows. Hoping, hoping that stops the too. Finals. <laughs> yeah. Are they a mate, chance of knocking each other out? <laughs> mate, in all honesty, there is a game coming up that actually might have helped you along the way just slightly. Yeah. Uh, but it's certainly not the next game. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's talk about this game because I think this game just sums up my year. Like, fuck me <laughs> if I'm not unlucky at this. Look at my defensive forwards. 
There's a fair few of them there. All right, cat cat sees, so that doesn't doesn't help it. It's a little misleading. I've still got some decent people's players. My attacking forwards this week, almost non-existent. Two cat A's. Nowhere. But the fucking tries. Satili Tupanua does fuck yeah. all in the game. <laughs> Scores a try in like the 76th minute. How about, he wins how about by the, eight. Tupanua, Tupanua's his captain. How about the cheeky bastard Go gives the yourself. captain to his number 16? Hey? Yeah. Yeah. Dead I, I thought well, I, I thought it'd be Fafita and then he changed it and then Fafita, like, look, right. Fafita having his try right like after the siren. I thought this is this is dead set, my you know, my curse. Fafita scores a try in the Titans game and then after full time did you see the game at all? No. Nah. Fafita picks the ball up, runs away, and scores another try. And I'm like <laughs> Are you serious? The game's done, and he's scoring up. Like, this is ridiculous. He's but then it got taken off him. Yeah, but it got taken uh. off him because there was a knock on <laughs> or something. And I was like, oh, maybe I have avoided the curse. Next thing you know, Satili Tupanor steps up. George Jennings gets two, then gets injured. I'm like, why didn't we get injured before that? Fuck it. Oh, just Mate. just kill me now. This is ridiculous. It's made yeah. a long season even longer. It's a tough break. But you know what? You did pull one thing off on the weekend. Right? He, okay, you might have might have pulled two things off on the weekend. <laughs> one we won't talk about. Um, the other one is you did stop him short from getting into the positive for and against, even though he's coming forth on the ladder. Wow. He's still yeah. minus one. So. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, I'm just going to hold that as my achievement for the year, <laughs> shall I? <laughs> well, you might as well because getting into the top eight isn't going to be one. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'm, I'm still a chance. I, I had a quick look. All I have to do to make the top eight is beat the top three teams. Doable, mate. Well, look, I've got to do it to win the comp anyway. Yeah, exactly right. I don't know how many teams have got to do it twice to win the comp now. But... Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have to do it twice, beat the top three teams. I just I... have to beat the top three teams now. And probably you'll choke. Wrong. You'll be out in the streets. <laughs> I'm, I'm squibby, not cold, mate. You know, just, ah. just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what? There's a slight, slight possibility um, you could get there. But I think... Well, you, I think the next game helped you and yes, also no. made it difficult for you. Probably, all in probably the, would have been like, better for Muffin Stuffers to lose. So then there was a couple teams on the 16 points, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this was a game which was a lose-lose really either way for you. Yeah. I either but, risk uh, dropping down further or, you know, have a couple teams within range of me. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, yeah, it... it it kind of didn't work out for you, did it? But let's be honest, the kick-out and the Melbourne kick-out were the ones that edged stuffers to a good win here. Yeah. Um, and and you know what? There's another one. It, it's just come back to bite me. Why did I trade Twall for kick-out? Or why did I trade out kick-out for Twall? What? <sighs> Kills me. I, I didn't. I was just like, nah, kick-out's going to end up injured. Kick-out's going to do something. You know, he never finishes a full year. 
Look, I don't think 12 bad, but I don't know if I'd ever be trading Kikau out for him. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, again, regret my decision. Yeah. But I just again, really I wanted Alex Tall. I thought he was more reliable. <laughs> oh, well, Tiger or a Panther. Uh, but anyway, um, you know what? I think our favourite battle of the brothers, the Bradshaws, lived up to the hype, and I'm going to give this one the game of the round. Yeah, fair enough. Three points in it. Yeah, taking what right down to the wire and uh, produce some good shit there. So, right. and you know what? Three points in it. And did you see um, what's his name? Oh, Mark Nichols, the Mark yeah. Nichols try. Did you see who he snatched the ball from? No, who? Jacob Host. Did you see who scored tries for Lord Farquhar? No. Jacob Host got one. If Jacob Host got two tries, <laughs> he would have got over. Uh, and <laughs> could you just imagine how happy Muffin Stuffers were with his South Sydney player? I'm pretty sure he was ready to break the bubble to go and meet uh, <laughs> Nichols. Yeah. Come here, I'll Nichols. be your bitch tonight, Nichols. I'll be your bitch. <laughs> oh, well. well that's that's the round and uh that is all right well that that leaves us for my favorite segment and uh it's that it is cole's a prick cole's a now prick. cole's a prick cole's a prick this week for a couple reasons but the main part for it is he made a valid point so, Cole, you're a prick because, one, you were late to read your message, and, two, you made a very valid point that I couldn't see past. Uh, I thought that everything was fine with the cutting the cutting thing. I didn't think there'd be a problem. I sent it to the, uh, sent it to both you and Squib. You didn't see it, but I was like, yeah, nah, well, sweet. If Squib's fine with it, I'm fine with it, surely. Surely it's it's not going to be a dodgy thing. The next day, Cole gets on. I didn't see this message. Uh, mate, if you had read your message, it would have avoided me a massive headache this week. Uh, and then when you turned around and made your point about the uh, advantage that Ernie had because he knew about the cut and me forgetting to tell everyone, again, a very, very valid point. Made me feel uh, even worse. So, Cole, Cole you're a prick. A prick. How dare prick. you be logical? <laughs> All right. Short, short and sweet, to the point. But uh, it does bring us in a, does bring us into talking footy. Now, uh, how long do you reckon we're going to need for this one, mate? Um, I don't know how much I've actually planned for this one because I did put a bit of time into Squibb's face this week. <laughs> So you always need to put time into your piece, you know. It will, uh, it will appreciate you for it. Always, always, mate. Well, look, let's give ourselves ten minutes, and we'll we'll go from there. All right. Um, well, so, uh, might as well start the clock, mate. Start ahead. We'll, all right. Well, we got uh, talking footy. It's the player merry-go-round, and uh, oh, I'll be honest, like I hate it. I hate the player merry-go-round in this situation, um, like especially this late in the year. But 
Because I'm, let, I'm, I'm all for the loan. You know what I mean? Like if you've got, yeah. especially now with COVID, if you've yeah. got, um, you know, players that aren't going to get a run because they're not running the, you know, second tier competition, then like you want them to go elsewhere and this is where it could be great. Be like, well, yeah, look, this guy's in our in our 30-man bubble or whatever it is. Uh, hey, Dragons, you guys have uh, 12 players that are currently suspended instead of, you know, spreading it out. Here you go. You can have two of our players. We need them to stay match fit. And then another club, you can have two of our players to stay match fit and all that. Dragons just take the hit on the chin. Like, well, we're going to have, you know, this week where we've got, you know, a bits of squad, but that's our fault. That and, I'm and before, before anybody jumps on the fact that you're a Dragons fan and use Dragons as your example, which is on point, the same thing happened for the Warriors last year when they that, had to move to Australia. A couple of season-ending injuries and a couple of teams loaned them players to help them get through and not, uh, yeah. like, yeah, just get through that. And, and, and so I, I really on. like that. That loan, the loan as a player merry-go-round, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Because you want yeah. you want your players to be playing in the best competition to, yeah. to keep them their skills at that certain level. But, but like, think this situation, what, like, with Pengai Jr., well, I was going to say, I'm glad I'm glad you've brought the, the situation up because the situation that stands right now is there are two players in the competition um, who were playing for teams who, let's be honest, nobody gives a chance in hell to, right? Yeah. Uh, so you've got Pengai Jr. who will be lucky. Yeah, you will say that now. But Pengai Jr. who will be lucky not to get a wooden spoon at the Broncos because he's likely to actually line up for the Penrith Panthers for the rest of the competition, who are currently coming. What are they second? I think they're second now on four and against, maybe. Yeah. And then you've got Aaron Woods from the Cronulla Sharks, where there's strong word coming out that there's every chance he could be playing for the Melbourne Storm uh, come the end of the season. If he does, like, away from it, I reckon Woodsy goes back to origin form. You, you if, know what? I, if any system is going to get the best out of him, like, I don't he, think he's not playing rubbish now. No, like, and there's no for his career with that. Yeah, it is the best move. Time oh, of it, I, I don't like. Well, the, the reason why I say that, mate, is like you, you look at teams like South and Parramatta, who are probably the two teams that have consistently. Um, competed with Penrith and Melbourne. Look, let's be clear. Everybody in the rugby league world honestly believes this is a two-horse race. It's yeah. Melbourne and Penrith, right? Um, the two teams following them, I think, uh, are probably, yeah, Parramatta and, and South. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, two teams after that. Uh, well, obviously, Manly's found their way up there. Who's the team coming fifth? Uh, Roosters. Yeah, Roosters. Right, there you go. Right, so we're not talking about nuffy teams there. I'll be the first to say I'm a Manly fan. I love them to death. I didn't expect them to be in the position they are this year. They've already well and truly overachieved for this year. And more importantly, Tommy Dravojevic has overachieved, right? Yeah. But if you're part of the Roosters, Rabbitohs or um, Eels, right, 
And and you're looking across and you've been busting your ass, putting in your uh, like week in, week out. You, you're sorting out everything. Tell me if you're not one of the forwards you're not spewing, looking at the likes of Tavita Pengai Jr. and Aaron Woods. And what makes this even more baffling to me is who in each team do you drop to give them yeah. two a go? I, well, I, I, reckon, did say, I reckon Jesse Bromwich probably gets knocked back. Like... He, yeah. he he's not what he used to be. He, now, he's I, not. I say that because yes, he is in penis. He's a loyal, but he's not. He's not really delivering. He's he doesn't have that menacing presence that he used to. You know, like yeah, he's taking he, runs now, and it, it, he's not damaging. He's Aaron not. Aaron not that Woods Aaron Woods is a damaging that. runner. I was about to say he's he's but not. He's, yeah. I'm just trying. Like he's more. I think he's got a better motor than Jesse. You know, okay. like you could you could probably get a bit more out of him for longer. Where Jesse's getting more and more limited minutes. Um, well, I mean, look if if we look past that one, right? Because like, okay, you could probably say that. I still, I, I genuinely don't believe. Like, he could sign with them, but I don't know if he'd get any minutes with them. He's just going to be a really good backup for if somebody goes down, right? Who in Penrith are you sitting out yeah. considering the positions that Tavita Pengai plays are the same as Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, and Viliami Kikau, right? Not to mention, all right, maybe he'll give fucking the front row a bit of a crack. Well, there we're talking about um, James Fisher-Harris and... Uh, Moses Leota. Leota, that's right. right. Like, <sighs> like, you've got... Fisher Harris, first name for New Zealand to be picked. hundred percent. You've got Liam Martin, one of New South Wales' best back rowers, picked in all three games. Well, you know what? I actually say him, but he he's even starting on the bench for Penrith at the moment. I just couldn't think of who the other back rower might yeah. be. Well, who is it? Who could it be then? Oh, look, I'll try and look, look it up in but, the meantime. But either way, like, you keep yeah, going I'm, through I'm the others. 100%. Yeah, I don't understand how. Oh, Capewell. They've been have they been starting Capewell? Oh, Capewell. Fuck, he's yeah. a beaver. How did I forget that? No, <laughs> so, but, but, but you got Origin back rowers. If Kickout was eligible for Queensland, as if he wouldn't have been picked for Queensland, Tavita can't even crack the New South Wales side. But Penrith are turning around and going, uh, yeah, let's let's get Tavita in. I don't understand where they are going to fit him. I understand how they can afford him because, let's be honest, the Penrith roster is all juniors. Like, every one of those guys has been brought up through the ranks. They wouldn't be on massive, massive contracts. you tell me Liam Martin hasn't earned more playing three games for New South Wales than he does on his contract for Penrith. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. uh, But at the same time, is a a stalwart in the number seven, like in the 17 at the moment. So. And that's where I'm like. And the other thing is, I don't understand, like, how does Pengai, how will he fit into the culture there? I, I was thinking about it today when you sent the message, and I'm like, is he a good fit in terms of that cocky arrogance? Because that's, that's sort of what Pengai brings. Hmm. But he also he also brings this ill discipline, and that's why I'm like, where are, where are Penrith planning on playing him? 
that's going to benefit them. And like, is there an injury crisis happening? But that that's for, neither for, here or there on our question. Just, for the just back end of general. the season too, like, and you, you just think like, what is Pengai gaining out of it? Like, if he went to the Bulldogs because Pengai signed with the Bulldogs next year, he's not a Pan- Panther. Mm. This is just to complete this season, right? Yeah. You go into a team where, let's be honest, you're busting your ass to try and crack it at the best of times anyway. Wouldn't it have been better to go and start, you know, building what you're about to at the Bulldogs for the rest of the season? Considering, let's be honest, they at best they're probably finishing a position above the team you're already playing for anyway. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, like, I, I don't understand on both sides. My fear, if I was a Panthers fan, would be, what if he's the cancerous attitude at yep. Broncos and all of a sudden we've led him into our club? And what if these next couple of weeks is enough to start the rot here? 100%. And that, that's what I was saying, like, in terms of his attitude that he displays on the field, I don't know. You know, I don't know if that's going to be a good fit or a bad fit at Penrith because they do have that arrogance. But, like, in terms of our question for the merry-go-round, why is this allowed to happen so late in the season? Whatever happened to June 30? I 100% agree with you, mate. Like, at the end of the day, um, like, if, if I was an NRL player, I'd be shattered to know that blokes like that win rings off the back of such late signings. Yeah. And late signings that make no sense. Like, and, and as if it isn't glory hunting as well. You know what I mean? Like, oh, 100%. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we got it again. Yeah, um, no, you were, I've got that. There you go. Sorry about that. Um, you, you're 100% bang on. It's glory hunting. Um, and you know what? Like, in, in the sheer essence of it, to kind of finish up my point, and I'll give you a quick chat too, Um I think it's a bit of disrespect to the 25 blokes you started the season with that this late in the season you're going to bring in somebody mm. who possibly takes away your opportunity when you've been busting your ass. If you're a freshie, neither team neither team would hurt if they had to put a young kid in to, to cover an injury in these last few rounds, right? Yeah. Understandable if it is a season-ending injury. But if it's a couple of weeks, you're not filling a gap with a TPJ or a, a Aaron Woods. Give one of your young kids that opportunity um, because you aren't in a position where you're about to get knocked out of anything mm. or hurt your momentum that bad that, you know, you're going into finals with strife. Like, I don't know what I'm with you. Yeah, even on the, you know, you're not allowed to bring players in from outside your bubble. So unless mm. you have a ton of injuries, which I don't, think Panthers are in that bad of spot, especially in forwards, for forwards that are injured. Mm. But it's like, why would you bring in another forward which is going to give limited game time to the guys that you already have? Yeah. But anyway, neither here nor there. Can't keep talking about it. Our siren's gone, and you know me, I'm a stickler for the rules. <laughs> it is what it is, mate. We just – I think we both agree with this one. We're not big fans of it, but – yeah. Look, all the power to them, it is in the game, and they're going to get it. All right. Well, uh, that brings us now to our favourite segment, everyone's favourite segment, Go Away Bitch. Go Away Bitch. All right. Oh, I love this so, bad uh, boy. 
Well, we've got three nominations. Uh, spoiler alert, I've probably been the most hated person over the last week, so uh, I'm in here a bit. Uh, so how are we going to do this? Do you want to do one and three and I'll do two, or what do, what do you want to do? Yeah, you know what, let's go one and three. I'll go one and three. Um, All right. And, yeah, you, you go number two. So to start off with, and you know, I, I, is this a new entrant? What do you mean? Have we got have we got to round eighteen and this person Ooh. finally Maybe finally he, he's notoriously tracks. quiet on the banter page. Well sure let's be honest as Mr. MIA. That is a hundred percent what it is. Our boy Kev, who was supposed to be a special guest on tonight's show, uh, comes in with the first <laughs> with the first go away bit of the night. Uh, obviously, with all the shit that's going on, um, the cutting of the players, sorting out getting his players back, doing all of this shit, Mr. MIA chimes in with, take control of this motherfucker, would you? Make a fucking decision. What's one more fuck up? Do what needs to be done and let's get on with it. I'm over this bullshit. Go away, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your endpoint, Kev. <laughs> um, yep. I think he's awfully critical of the way the administration is one in this competition at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget <laughs> part of the fuck ups. Yeah. <laughs> Look, full credit. I'm all about full disclosure here. When I was speaking to him today, I was a bit like, mate, we, we can't be overly critical about this. No less than about four weeks ago, we caused a bit of a stir <laughs> ourselves, <laughs> and he did he did acknowledge that. So credit where credit is due. All right. Uh, well, uh, number two on the uh, go away bitch countdown today, or count up, or whatever you want to look at nomination. Uh, Squib, you're back in. You're back in on uh, on fire here, and. You go away, bitch, was to like an innocent Frankie. He's just like just sitting there minding his own business. Next thing you know, like, what the fuck just happened? And uh, just quite Frankie sitting there and your comment. Sorry, Frankie, but uh, Cole made me do it. Go away, bitch. Solely in relation to the flogging you just gave him, 60 to 39. He's put in the best effort. He'd already be down, and uh, while he was down, you kicked him in the guts, cut his leg, poured some lemon and salt in there, and gave him an almighty go away, bitch. Go away, bitch. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, Frankie. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, let's be fair. As I said, Cole brought up the fact that I was choking, and I wasn't going to cop that. And my team came out and kind of flogged yours. Not as bad as we did the muffin stuffers, let's be fair, though. (laughs) Just another little clip on the way through. I like it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, So the third one, and, you know, I don't think it's going to come as any surprise. Like, (laughs) you can't have a rage quit dump all your team and not get some sort of go away bitch nomination in there. Um, but it did come a little bit before said dumping of the team. Yes. Uh, and all of the rest. There was a little bit of back and forth before the quitting off the panda page as well. He's gone the full tilt. I, I don't think there's any denying he, he is dead set gone the full tilt. 
to the point that somebody tried to add him back in and he jumped straight back out. What? But not before earlier on with the, like, obviously there's a bit of what the fuck's going on. You didn't mention changing the rules, yada, 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 yada. Poorly, not often helped when you're backed up by Ernest in trying to claim, <laughs> like, you know. As soon as, it's never going well when your full support is Ernest. But <laughs> you were backed up by Ernest. You did try to explain a little bit, like, well, what's the problem, man? You don't have to cut or anything. Like, everybody's free game this year. You were both fuckwits, to be honest. Cheating pond scum. <laughs> Go away, bitch. <laughs> hey, James, get back in touch with us, brother. What the fuck is cheating pond scum? Well, um, mate, clearly it's, uh, it's a colloquialism. Uh, like, am I missing somewhere something here? Like, something somewhere here? Cheating pond scum. What are you, both fucking frogs? Is that what Maybe. it's going on now? Maybe. No, well, no, I yeah. think less than that, you know, like we just, you know, that that, that layer yeah, of shit that sits pump. on the surface. Yeah, yeah, you just Yeah, like, yeah I both. think it's just like, it's just, there, there is genuine anger in all that. So, um, as I was, you know what, you're cheating and you're filthy, that's it. You, you're scum, you're scum on a pond. So, uh, definite, definitely uh, left him a bit raw and, uh, Cop the go away, bitch, for that. So, um, well, he got now, you. I think we have to rule out Kev straight away. Okay, he let us down. He let us down. He should if have been. He was on tonight. tonight. He's the winner, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. No. I reckon so. But uh, I think Kev, we've done that before too. Somebody else was due to join us, and they were in go away, bitch, and they didn't win because they didn't end up getting on with us. Either. Yeah, probably. Well, it's the same as if you're not there on draft day. You can't be first pick. Same rule. I, mainly because that rule came up when Ernest wasn't there and he was the first one picked out. Yeah, and then sure we had to make that it. rule came about. Yeah, then we had to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So Kev's ruled out. Yes. Uh, so you got a fifty percent chance. Now, well, mate, you know last what? Week, last time you had a sixty-six percent chance, and you got dudded. I did. Although it, it was it was the incredible call from Frankie to our unknown That's right. out there. What's his name? <laughs> God damn it! I wish I could Reese Compton. Was it Reese Compton? Something <laughs> yes, like that. Uh, whatever it was, that was still ah unbelievable. Great work on that one, Frankie. Uh, but this week, our winner, Squib. You want to hit us with a drum roll? Fifty percent chance. Squid, you've won. You've won. Good job, Thank mate. Thank you. Let's be honest. I wasn't fucking losing to the baby or Mr. MIA, so I'm pretty <laughs> happy with that one. We'll just chalk that one up, add that to the old uh, trophy cabinet that's still pretty bare at the moment. What's that, two or three this year for me? Uh, Maybe three. Maybe three. Oh, getting my banter on, don't you worry, doing a bit uh -huh. of shadow boxing while pulling my dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so calling you Kane Dylan Napa Evans. <laughs> Why not? Why not, mate? Well, pretty stoked with that. Brings us to the last bit of the show, doesn't it? Yeah, the uh, round review. So uh, let's have a look. This this is my make or break 
essentially, if I, I think if I lose this round, I can. No. Depending how results go, I could still make it. I think I'm I'm sort of helped out by Farabarras playing Cecil Hill, and I sort of need Farabarras to win. Yeah, yeah. Can I just point out though, bro? Yeah. Let's let's be a hundred percent fair here. You need to win minimum two of your next three. Mate, I've got to win. That that's that's it. The only way to win the competition yeah. is to win. So there's your next no three are against third. First, then second. But you know what? Get up why, this week, brother. Why did I insist on undoing the rage quit? Jesus, that could have been two points I needed. A hundred percent. Then you only got to pull off a, a miracle in one of the next two weeks because week three is guaranteed. Uh, unfortunately, though, oh, you know what? I think Benji Brilliance, they're a tough team. I lost to them last week. Or the yeah, they're by round, though. It was and, a by round. And look, this week, I won't be voting for his players. He'll still ask me to vote <laughs> for all his players. He'll send me, the cheeky bastard will send me a message. You pussies hey, can still you? do that? Huh? <laughs> you pussies still ask each other to vote for each other's players? <laughs> 100%. Anything that's going to try and get us across the line. <laughs> Oh, he's, uh, Jesus. He, he he will. The second the game's finished, he'll be like, hey, man, if you've got an opportunity, can you put a vote on Payne Huss for me? Uh, are you no. serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, you know what? I think, uh, I think with the reversal of the rage quit, um, you know, I'm willing to give it. Benji Brennan's a finishing third this year. Cool. All right. I think the win this year locks that in. Uh, I know Farabarras and Crazy Horses are right on their tail, but I think a win this week locks in their third place uh, for the season. Mm. The the next one, this is a hell of a game coming up, Paulie. Like, it's good. Uh, Everybody does love Benji Brilliance versus Freckled Fairness because we like to see what sabotage you do to each other. But... um, Cecil Hill Rangers versus the Farabarras. Yeah, I don't know how I feel on this one. Eh? Like I said, it's better for me if Cecil loses. Uh, probably. Uh, any I weekend that Cole loses. You're going to chase them down, but yeah. yeah. Any week that Cole loses is always a plus. It's always a good week for you, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm, just, I'm really torn on this one. Mate, I think they're both in form. I think they've been pulling off um, some good, solid wins of late. Um, I think this all is we a can hope for. Point. All we can hope for is Nathan Brown and Cameron Murray. Who else is really good on their sides? That hum, that Olakuatu. <laughs> Uh, Tui Kamika, Martin Tapao. Yeah, all these guys just go down in a blaze of glory. Uh, all, all get done. They, all, You know what? Now that they're all up in Queensland, they all go to their own stupid COVID party and uh, they get suspended for the rest of the year. I'm not wishing injuries on any players because that's not right. But, He's up to they threw a few manly players in there. Let's not hope for that. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Dragons did it. It's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, good point, mate. I hope that doesn't happen strictly off the back of the Sea Eagles. Um, mate, oh, oh, genuine, I think it's a toss of coin, this one. Yeah, that's this can go either way. It depends. Like, yeah. If Cecil dishes up what he did this week, he beats him. All right. So you're going to go Cecil and I'll go yeah, Farrah? I'll, I'll go Cecil. Well, that's a silly question, as if you'd ever go Farrah's. Exactly. If you had the choice. All right, cool. Well, let's do that. Let, let's sit on the fence. You go Cecil, I'll go Farrah Barris for that round. Uh, tugboat versus Beavers. Well, I'm going Beavers. Look. Tugboat's I'd on like the decline. I'd like to think I'm quietly confident. He is the only team I haven't beaten so far this year, so I'd like to think I will. But off the back of, like, it's the best attacking team versus the best defensive team this week. Yeah, but so, let's have a look. He, he's lost Tohu, and so Tony's that, playing the Tigers. That's that's a big a big loss for Tugboat. No Tohu Harris, uh, and, and, and the Roosters are the Tigers. Yeah, Roosters kicker hasn't really been setting the world on fire. Well, let's not tag the Roosters too much. I've got their coach. Unless <laughs> a certain somebody happens to cut some <laughs> You know, <laughs> if I wasn't going to make the top eight, that's what I'd do. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, you, look, you know what? You go the Beavers, I'll go the Tugboat. Um, but this one's probably more so what I usually do and tip against me, unlike last week where I genuinely thought um, uh, Benji Brilliance would beat me. Fair enough. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, uh, Muffin Muffins. Stuff is Crazy Horses. Pappy's back. Named in the 17. Pappy is back. But is yeah, well, he is named. Ooh. Surely Crazy Horses get back up. Yeah, Stuffins is missing a couple of players here. Yeah, no, you know, Finuka, that go, hurts. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm going to go yeah. uh, crazy. And I, I don't even know when it happened, but when did Muffin Stuffers get Fenua Blake? Hold on, what? Yeah. No, they didn't have Fenua Blake. Who the fuck got Fenua Blake? I think it was a trade. Well, it would have to have been a trade with um, Cecil. Because I'm sure Cecil had Fenua Blake. Oh. So he trades just just having a look here. Cecil Farabarrows. Muffin Stuffers and Cecil's April 30. Toy Kamika. Yep. So this is when Fenua Blake was actually out injured, I guess. Yeah. So he offloaded Fenua Blake for Toy Kamika. And, uh, yeah, very good pickup. I don't know if he's doing as much for the Warriors as he was for Manly, though. Nah, definitely not. Nah, he's, um, there's definitely a different, um, chemistry there. I don't think it's the same. Look, I'm sticking to crazy horses here. I'm actually putting, putting money that they finally get into the positive for and against, considering they're coming fucking fourth. They should probably have a positive for and against. Yeah. Well, right. you know, I'm sitting there as 727 points against going, Jesus, I've got worse worse against than the team coming last. And then I look up and see Kev with even worse against. He has, he has the worst work. defensive team in the comp and he's coming fourth. Yeah. 
So, going to let in a lot of points. Going to score a lot of points too. Uh, this is, um, it's, mate, it's the under-20s, the National Youth Cup. <laughs> Cup it is. Like, uh, the we'll next not be able one. to stop them, but we can score them. <laughs> Lord Farquhar versus Tiger Power. Um, look, I don't uh, – this is one. Come on, Tiger Power. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just trying to do the maths here. Is Lord Farquhar in the race for the spoon? Oh, could be. That's a lot of for and against to make up, though. Yeah, he's but the, he's only he's only three points clear of Tiger Power. He, he true. So but, if he uh, loses this week to Tiger Power, he's only one point clear. Depending what happens with Cabbage, you got to uh, think Cabbage has got the loss. That's our next game, but I'm back in Gronk's here, but I need, I need Cabbage to get the win. At this point, for Cabbage to jump Lord Farquhar, they'd need to win two of three, minimum. Oh, I'm, I'm right, saying so for Tiger Power. Well, I mean, Tiger Power, like I think Tiger Power will jump Cabbage. I don't think Lord, uh, Cabbage will jump Lord Farquhar. Though. I think Lord Farquhar is safe from the wooden spoon. However, I don't think he's safe from Tiger Power. Oh, and then he's got his brother. I'm just having a look at uh, Lord Farquhar's run home. Yeah. Tiger Power yeah, finished Yeah, but he's got Farrah Barrows. And then Farrah, oh, Cabbage and he's got, got Cabbage. Cabbage. Oh, well, you know what? This could be set up for Battle Ooh. of the Wooden Spoon last round with Cabbage yeah. versus Lord Farquhar. So, look, for the sake of that happening, I hope Tiger Power beat Lord Farquhar this week. Yeah, for the for the race for the spoon. Let's go. Let's go yeah. Tiger Power. All right. And then that means we both want Gronks to beat uh Cabbage. No. However, I no, don't know. No, we want, want no for the ra- no for the race for the spoon. We want Cabbage to win. Cabbage wins, Lord Farquhar lose. Yes, and they both end up on 12, yeah, but on four and against 12. Cabbage Tiger Cabbage is still below him. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, yeah, no, we, we want Cabbage to win. No, you know what? You want Cabbage to win because nah, you're nah, fucked I got if the Gronks win. <laughs> I got it, I got it, mate. I got it from you. All right, you already said we. We want, we want Cabbage to win. <laughs> you know what, Frankie? I love you to death, brother. But for the sake of this uh, wooden spoon battle, that could go down to the wire. Hey, you know what? Give yourself a round of applause, brother. Now that we've done the, the maths, you can't win wooden spoon. Right. Well, I, I actually, still actually could. I could. Well, no, if you I, can't. If I don't, if I don't can't win, off the back of Cabbage and Lord Farquhar would have to win all three of their games and they play each other in game three. Yeah, okay. So Fair the fact enough. that that's still set up means you're safe. Uh, you, you can't win the. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. This would be amazing if you managed to win the wooden spoon. I'm sure I think. So Tiger Power could end up on 15. So Tiger Power have to win all three of their games to beat you? Yeah. If Cabbage Cabbage wins two games, he goes to four. This is providing I I lose my last three. Oh, fuck. Four and against does come in to play. Yeah. So if I lose my last three, Cabbage wins two of three. Tiger, Tiger Power, Power wins three all of three. three. They have to win all three of three. And Lord and Farquhar Lord wins, Farquhar one, of wins one. 
You're fucked. <laughs> well, I hear Stewie cheering himself on now. He's going to win three of three. But, but how good is this? We're three rounds out, and the only team that can't get the spoon is the team that's in at eight. Yeah. Yeah, you're 100% on. Well, they wouldn't be the only team, because that, that would mean oh, there's seven sorry, teams sorry, above them. We're the, the cut-off the cut for, uh, for the lowest lowest team. Yeah. yeah. And, and the flip the side is I'm one win away from minor premiership. Oh, wow. Because I've, go. I've got a three-point lead. So if I win, Aussie tugboat loose, that puts me to a five-point lead. I'm so so what, I, what I'm hearing is if you win this week. Against Aussie what tugboat. What I'm, premiership is yours? If I beat Aussie tugboat, I can celebrate the minor premiership now. So if you win this week. You'll throw next week. That's what I'm hearing. Because you've got nowhere else to go. You need to get your loss out of the system. Is that correct? You see, the problem for you is we just built up how fun a four-team wooden spoon race is going to be. I think it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's only fun because I'm finally not the team in it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's it. But with that game, I don't know if we picked a winner. I'm going to go. Who's playing again? Gabbage. Oh, Gronks. That's right. I'm going Gronks. You're going Gabbage. Gabbage. Come on, Gabbage. Mate, All right. another good, good show under wraps. Yes, that's us done for the night. So uh, Another long one, but a yes. good one. Yeah. Uh, I can uh, probably get a little bit extra gardening done early. So uh, have fun. Enjoy that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that leaves us. Bye, fan sports. Bye, sports fans. See, See ya. ya.